Coming at you live from the babe capital of the world, the beautiful, the lovely Madison, Mississippi, aka the bricks. Welcome to Son of a Pitch. I'm the host. You all love the most. Stanford Reed Parks, a.k.a. Mr. Spectacular, a.k.a. Average Dick Stan. And hey, a wild weekend. I wouldn't say necessarily a great one, but it, you know, it was a good one off the field. Not so good on the field. And hey, you know, LSU... LSU takes two or three from the dogs, but good weekend for the Rebs off the field. They go to Fayetteville and take two or three from the Hogs at Bomb Stadium. So big weekend for the Rebs, which I was very impressed with. And but I'm not going to waste those time. Let's just go right into the leadoff hitter. Let's go to it. But before I get to it, let me give you salty mics. Free swag tip of the week. That's right. Salty's free swag tip of the week. Brought to you by Ying Ding, America's oldest brewery. Respect. It's earned. YG Ying Ding and Son, Pottsville, PA. Okay, so Salty Mike's free tip, free swag tip of the week. Well, actually, he did give me a tip, but if he did, this is what it would be. This is exactly what it would be. And I have a feeling he would say, be like Stan. Because if you're like Stan, you become the man. And if you're the man, you have the plan. And that's right. That's why that's his swag tip of the week. Be like Stan. Because come like Stan, you become the man. If you are the man, you have the plan. If you have the plan, you become like God. And if you become like God, well, hey, everything works in your favor. So, hey, let's go right into this week's leadoff hitter. Let me tell you what's, what we all need to be talking about. And... It starts with our boy Tanner Allen, our first baseman, freshman freshman All-American last year. And I'm telling, hey, Tanner, I want you to be listening to this. I want you to be listening to this. I need you, not just I, the people want you to change your walkout song back to meant to be. I, I know Sweet Child of Mine is pretty great. I know it's good. But hey, listen. Meant to be was your swag. It was you. You were a freshman all of Ameri- freshman all American last year. Why change? Why change your walkout song when you're a freshman all American? All I'm saying is you don't see guys like Jake Mangum change his walkout song. He's had it for four straight years, and pff, coincidentally, he's batted over three thirty all four years, and we'll continue that. I'll t- now listen, Tanner. I'm your biggest fan. And I think you're going to make great money one day playing baseball. But hey, I'm trying to win a gosh dang national championship. And I think the people want, the people want you to go back to meant to be. Because if it's meant to be, it'll be, it'll be, major, let it be. The people love it. I go crazy for it. I was a little disappointed you didn't have it to start this year. But... It's not, it's not too late to change it. It's not too late. So, hey, T.A., my man T.A., it's time. It's time to change around your season. It's time to get you to 10 dingers for the year. 
Yeah, you do. You know how you do that? You change your walkout song to "It'll be, it'll be, it'll be, major, let it be." You know what to do, TA. Hum, babe, hum, babe. All right, all right. Let's move on to our next segment. Let's go ahead and move on to Jude Talk, where I tell you what I saw from the dude this weekend. Also gonna go, also gonna peek into what I heard about, what was seen in Fayetteville this weekend with a big series for the Reds, who took two out of three from Arkansas this weekend. But let's first start the dude. Where hey, game one, the dogs looked awesome. The dogs looked awesome. Uh, Small had 10Ks yet again, proving his dominance. And the Foss God, the Foss God, shout out Taylor Now, shout out Taylor Now for that nickname. I believe Mr. Hunter Curtis might might have had that nickname, but hey, shout out to both of y'all. Foss God with two bombs, he's up to nine on the year. And hey, timeout. Big Dick Mac with the dinger of the year. They took the bomb to review, and honestly, they couldn't even see the ball, so they had to had to roll with a dong. So the dogs win the game one six five. But after that, you know what happened? You know what happened in the next two games? LSU duplanted their seed in us. That's right, LSU duplanted their seed in us. You know why? They moved Duplantis from the two or three up to lead off. You know what he does in the leadoff spot? Oh, yeah. He just goes six for nine with two bombs. Six for nine, 69. That's never not funny. Number one, first off. <laughs> and then he hits two dogs on top of that. And the Tigers, yet again, take two of three from, from the dogs, from us. At home, and we still haven't taken two, two of three from them at home at the dude since 2003. I mean, I don't know what it, what it is. It's a curse. We can't. LSU owns us. There's, they do. I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to be optimistic, but they simply just own us. They really do. They duplanted their seed. Maneri made a huge move, a big-time move. He saw Duplantis has been struggling, which he was in a month-long, March-long slump. And he decides to break out against State. He decides to break out against us. No joke, y'all. He was in a big-time kind of slump going in, going into the weekend. And he breaks out against us with a by, by moving him to leadoff. That's what it was. That's exactly what happened. And then, hey, Rebs. My Rebel friends, my Rebel fans, y'all go to Fayette Chill. Y'all go to Bomb Stadium, take two out of three. Huge, huge weekend for y'all. But tell me, tell me, let me back up to State real quick. Let me back up to State. I'm sorry about this. Let me back up to State. I can't help but think that because I changed my profile picture on Facebook, might be the reason the dogs might have lost. It might have been. So I will be changing back. I will be changing back immediately to see the effect. I'm guessing a better outcome this weekend. But hey, back to the reps. You go to Fayetteville, take two or three. You lose game one, and you'll still find a way of when to win the series. That's a huge series for y'all. Huge series for the Rebs. A much-needed win. You'll lose game one on Friday. You'll lose game one and come back and win game two and three Saturday and Sunday. 
and sets up a big-time weekend series against Florida this weekend. So shout out to the reps. Y'all, y'all showed what y'all needed. I, I said I said a couple of weekends ago, I did a contender, pretender, and bartender segment where I said which of the uh, SEC ranked teams were contenders, which were pretenders, and which I had no clue. Take me to the bartender because I needed a drink. And the only two teams I said you need to take me to the bartender were Ole Miss and Arkansas, and they both faced off this past weekend. And, hey, T-Sun, you take two or three. That's a big-time weekend for y'all. So shout-out to y'all. Shout-out to the Rebs. Let's keep her moving. Let's keep her moving, my dudes and babes. Let's move on to our next segment, Dinger City, which, of course, who's hitting the dingers on the field? And, of course, most importantly, who's hitting the dingers off the field? But let's start with on the field. Where we had a big time weekend from Foscott, our man Foskey, aka Foscott, with two dingers on Friday night, bringing him up to nine on the year. But he's he's trailing the SEC leader now of JJ Blade, JJ Blade, I don't know how you pronounce his last name, of Vanderbilt, who now has 11 on the year, leading the way. He's got 11. Then we got Dillard with nine. Dillard of, you know, my T-Sun friends. Dillard with nine. And then we got Foscott with nine. And also Olsen of nine of South Carolina. Big time weekend for all three of those guys. Big Dick Mac with that dinger that I believe is still going. They were, I said just a moment ago in the previous segment that they reviewed it. And that ball, I believe, is still going. They couldn't overturn that ball just because... Honestly, they couldn't see it because it went so gosh dang far. It went so far that there's like, all right, there's no way we can overturn it. And I agree with them. It would have been a dumb decision if they did overturn it. Hey, time out. Big shout out to Rowdy. My man, Rowdy. Rowdy, my man, Rowdy, finally getting on the dinger board. That's big time. He's starting to swing the bat a little bit. That's huge. All right, let's go to off the field where we got my man, Storm. Who freaking was sitting there at the plate? He got a, he got an AB this weekend. AB Friday night. AB Friday night. He saw he pitched. He saw he pitch he liked. He saw he pit, a pitch he could handle. You know what he did? He put a good swing on it. Yada yada. Ada bing. Ada boom. Put it on the board. Yes. Storm gets lucky, my man Storm. And what happens? What happens the next day? That's right, my man Storm. He makes it rain. That's why the rain delay happened. Because anytime my man Storm ha- gets lucky, he makes it rain. He brings the hurricane, thunder, lightning, random lightning, thunder, lightning, rain like a hurricane. Shout out to my man Storm, big time, my friend. And hey, and I even believe a man old Basham, but man Basham Masham, my man Basham Smasham Masham Washam, even got a little lucky this weekend. Shout out to both of y'all. Put it on the board. Yes. All right, let's keep her rolling. Let's keep her rolling. Let's go to our next segment. Let's go to the parts preview. Bring you a preview of this weekend's matchups for the dogs with Tennessee 
at Tennessee and the Rebs hosting the Florida Gators. Big weekend for the Rebs. Big time weekend for the Rebs. But let's first start with the Dogs taking on Tennessee. Going on the road to Knoxville. Going on the road to Knoxville where we got where they're three and six in conference play. Three and six in conference play and twenty-one and eight overall. And let me tell you who the guys we need to avoid. Let's first start with Alarek Solaire, who's batting 375, leading the way for the Volunteers this year. He's also got seven dingers and tw- 22 RBIs. That's the one guy we gotta we gotta have not beat us. If there's one guy on the team that's not gonna beat us, that's the guy. So hey, Lamonis, this is the guy we don't want won't beat us. That's the guy. They also got Ricky Martinez batting 340. Who's batting 340 with 15 RBIs and Austin Amons? He's batting 316, three dingers, 11 RBIs. And they also got a guy named uh, Andre Lipsius who's batting 264, but he's got six dingers. Hey, he could he could be trouble. He could be trouble. Let's go to their pitching, where we have. We're, hey, they got a really good pitching staff. Like I said earlier in the uh, earlier in the podcast, they they start off the year with what like five shutouts in the first eight games, something ridiculous like that. Well, their staff is pretty dang good. They got guys like Garrett Stallings, who is Garrett Stallings, who is five and two on the year with a two point one seven ERA, and got and Zach. Zingen, Z, Zingenfelter? I don't know how you, that's how you pronounce it. Zach Zingenfelter, who's uh, who is four and three on the year, three point nine three three ERA. They're all pretty dang good. Uh, Garrett Stallings, I mentioned earlier, he has fifty two Ks. Zach Lingenfelter has forty one. Those guys, those guys are really good guys. They're really, it's a really good staff. That's, I think, that's their strong point. I think once we can get into their bullpen, that's when we will propel. And I'll give you all my prediction later on. But their starting staff is definitely their uh, their key. We get to their that's their strong point. That's that's where that's how they've been so successful this year. That's why they're twenty one and eight on the year. We haven't seen Tennessee this good in a long time, and coincidentally, we happen to be playing them. That's just what happens for the dogs. We always end up playing the East teams. That who usually are having bad, that in previous years are not that great, or having good years this year. That's the teams we end up playing, and so that's why we're playing Tennessee this year, and that's why we're playing them on the road. Go figure. They the scat the, the baseball guys don't like don't like to favor, don't want the dogs to win a natty, but this is the year we're going to win one. Trust me, I got a good feeling. We're gonna beat Vandy in the national championship. In Omaha this year. Don't worry about it. But hey, big weekend in Knoxville happening. Big weekend in Knoxville. And I think we can get it done. I think we can get it done. Now for the Rebs. Let's go to y'all. You're taking on a, a Florida squad. Coming off a sweep over Bama. Um, let me tell you some guys y'all need to look out for. Let's start with old, let's start with old Brady McConnell. Who's batting 383. Three, yeah, that's right. 383 on the air. Five dongs. 23 RBIs. Y'all need to watch out for him. He's an absolute stud. Absolute stud. And also, hey, young Jacob Young. Jacob Young's batting 363. Three three dingers, 15 RBIs. Not to not to mention old 
Kendrick Kaleo, who's uh, batting three thirty three, three 32 RBIs. And then you got old Nelson Mel- Meldon- Meldonado, which I swear he's been there for nine years. He's batting three twenty seven, four dingers, 25 RBIs. That team, I mean, they can add some. I don't know how they're struggling so much this year. But they are. Florida is 4-5 and five in SEC, 20-10 and 10 overall, which is not like them. But honestly, Rebs, I think y'all can get this done. Y'all got them at home. I think y'all got a good advantage just having them at home. But let's go to their pitching this year where they've had – where they've been up and down this year. Where they've been way – you know, up and down. They got Tommy Mays, who's got a 3.42 ERA. He's 5-2 on the year. He's got – He's got 41 Ks, and then we got, let's see, who else do we have this year? We have Tyler Tyler Dawson, big big arm for them. He's uh, got a 5.3, 4 ERA, four ERA he's 3-1. He's got, he's got 24 Ks, I'm sorry, my apologies, he's got 24 Ks on there. And honestly, Reb, since y'all have them at home, I think y'all have the advantage. I do think y'all have the, the advantage. I know Flores coming off the big sweep over Bama, which was much needed. But, Reb, you're hot. You're coming off an Arkansas win. I think that's going to get the momentum for y'all this week. And I really, really, really freaking do. All right, let's keep her moving. Next segment, I have my dudes and babes of the world. Let's move on to Strikeout King, which, of course, is who's striking out on the field and who's striking out off the field. Let's first start with on the field, which we have... Let's go with let's start with all on the field, which we have leading now the league in strikeouts. We have a three way tie. We have Zach Thompson of Kentucky with sixty eight Ks. We have Asal Lacey of A and M with also sixty eight Ks, and our very own Ethan Small, who also has sixty eight Ks, which means, which means all three of these guys. All three of these guys, next strikeout is their most important strikeout of the year. Why is that? Well, because that is their 69th strikeout of the year. That's right. Their next strikeout will be their 69th, the big 6-9, which is, of course, never not funny. 69, never not funny. Anytime I hear that, I'm going to laugh. Which, you know, when you're in math class and you hear the answer is 69 and you don't laugh, well, honestly, that means you're a virgin. That means you're a loser. That means you have no fun. That means you have no way because 69 is never not funny. And we got three guys, Zach Thompson of Kentucky, Asa Lacey of A&M, and Ethan Small of the Dogs all have 68 leading the way in the SEC so their next strikeout is going to be the 69th, and everybody in America better laugh at that. Better freaking laugh at that. So now let's go. Now let's go to our strikeout of the week, which features no ever than my boy Swaggy P. My boy Swaggy P. I'm telling you, this is a strikeout for 
the record books. Let me tell you how it happened for him. Well, hey, my man Swaggy P was at a wedding. Put it in some good work, some great work. I mean, if you had would have told me he was going to, I would have betted all the money in the world that this man was getting lucky. So he was putting some good work at a wedding. They went back to the bar and ended up back and ended up back in his hotel room. So all right, let's go back to my hotel room. Let's go. I was having a little fun. Well, then about five minutes later, I'm talking about five minutes into the, once they got back into the hotel room. Five minutes. There was a knock on the door. So a man swaggy P puts on his clothes real quick. You know, buttons up the shirt. And sure enough, we all listen to this. Sure enough, it's his freaking sister. It's her freak, not his, her freaking sister. Her freaking sister shows up the door and was like, yeah, well, uh, I need I need my sister to come out. Our parents are in the hotel lobby. And, well, sure enough, my man Swaggy B is like, hey, I, I'm not getting in the middle of this. I'm not getting in the middle of this. And she had to leave. And that's how my man Swaggy P struck out swinging somehow I, I'm gonna have to say my man Swaggy P freaking hit a dong but his foot was freaking somehow step, he, he stepped outside the batter's box and the umpire rolled him out umpire, the umpire rolled him a strikeout and that's how my man Swaggy P went down swinging with an unbelievable strikeout performance All right, let's keep her moving. Time to move on to our next segment. We got swing or no swing, which, of course, is where I read you a statement. And I'm going to tell you whether or not to swing at it, which means, yes, it's going to happen. Or don't swing at it. Don't swing at it, which means, you know, it ain't going to happen at all. Because I'm always right. We always know that. I'm just kidding. Y'all know I'm sometimes right. But hey, it's probably more than likely not going to happen if I tell you not to swing out. But hey, let's go on to it. Let's start with our first segment, or our first statement, which is the dogs are going to lead the SEC in SEC batting average. Hmm. Right now, they are second in the league at 323. And honestly, y'all, I'm not swinging at this. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Dolphins. I'm not swinging at this. I think Vandy. I think Vandy's going to be the team that ends up leading the SEC in average. They got they got one, two, three, four, five dudes hitting above 300. They got Austin Martin at 446. Ethan Paul 373. Cooper Davis 371. Steven Scott 365. And JJ Blade 355. And they got another guy in the 290s. I just don't think we're going to lead the SEC in average. I think Vandy's going to be the team, so I'm not swinging at that. But, hey, I next next statement I have, I have Gunnar Halter will hit his second dinger this weekend at Tennessee. I'm swinging at this. I'm swinging at this. Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. So during the rain delay, during the rain delay in Game 3 versus LSU this weekend, I went to, I went to take – I went to the bathroom. I had to take a pee. Been drinking too many dings. And then the urinal next to me was no other than Mr. Halter. That's right. Gunner Halter's dad peeing right next to me. We were talking. We're talking about Gunner. We're talking about his career, which he played 17 leagues in the bigs and minors, which is incredible. 
And I don't think that's a coincidence. I don't think that's a coincidence. So I'm saying Gunnar Halter will indeed have his second home run this year at Tennessee. Which brings me to my next statement. I have Rowdy's going to have his second home run this weekend. And I'm swinging again. I think Rowdy's getting hot. I think we all agree that Rowdy's getting hot. I think he's finally starting to see the ball well again. So I'm swinging at that. Then I have the Dogs will lead the SEC in doubles hit this year. Doubles hit this year. Ah, and you have to agree with this. You have to you have to swing at this. That's three swings in a row we're going to have. I have to swing at this. Mississippi State's first in the SEC with 82, 82 doubles. You know who's second? Vanderbilt. You know how many? They have 62. So we have a 20-double advantage. That's right. 20-double advantage. So swing at that easily. Dogs will lead the SEC in doubles at the end of the year. That's a no-brainer. My last segment is... J.J. Blade of Vandy will lead the SEC in home runs this year with 11. Or not with 11, but he has 11 right now. I'm not swinging at this. I'm not swinging at this one bit. I think I think Dillard's still the guy to beat. I think Dillard of T-Sun is still the guy who's going to end up in the lead uh, in home runs this year. I, I'm, not, I'm not buying it. I think Blade is a great player. I think... I think Dillard's a great player as well, but I think Dillard's going to end up overtaking him at the end of the year. So I'm saying, don't swing at that. So let's review. Let's review. Dogs are going to lead. Dogs are going to lead the SEC in average. I'm not swinging at that. I think Vandy will. Gunnar Halter will have his second dinger this weekend. I'm swinging at that. Bathroom break. I'll pee in next to Daddy Halter at the urinal. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that's not a coincidence. So yes, he will have his second dinger. Rowdy's gonna have his set next set, next statement was Rowdy will have his second dinger this this weekend. Swinging at that, he's getting hot. And then I'm saying dogs will lead the SEC in doubles this year easily. They're up twenty already. I, I think that's too way too big of a margin to catch. So I'm swinging at that. And then J.J. Blade will lead the SEC in home runs. He has 11 right now. I'm not swinging at that. I think Dillard or Ole Miss will eventually overtake him. All right, my dudes and babes, let's go on, go on to our next segment. Let's go on to the scoreboard where I review last week's predictions. And I give you the predictions for this week. Let's first start with last week's predictions. Where honestly, I wasn't too good. I wasn't too good. I must have been drinking last weekend, which is usually the case when I give my predictions. Usually the case when I do the podcast. But hey, let's review them real quick. I said Florida would sweep Bama, which they did one for one there. I said Georgia would take two or three from Kentucky, spot on yet again. And then I said the Cox would take two or three from Auburn. Wrong here. Auburn goes on the road, takes two or three from South Carolina. Big weekend series for Auburn. Shout out to y'all. Missed that one. I said the dogs would sweep LSU. Once again, I was wrong here. LSU deplanted their seed in us. LSU ended up taking two or three from us. I said Vandy would sweep Tennessee. They ended up only taking two or three, so I'm eh, okay there. 
Then I said A&M would sweep Missouri, which they went 1-1. 1-1. They uh, went 1-1. Game 3 ended up with a tie just for just because of travel considerations for Missouri. So they went 1-1-1 this weekend. And then I said the Hogs would take 2-3 from T-Sun. But T-Sun, big weekend for y'all. Big weekend for y'all. I I knew this game would, I knew the series would go back and forth. It was kind of a coin toss for me because I'm iffy on both of y'all. But hey, T Sun, big series win for y'all. Missed that. So I went 3 3 and 1 on series predictions from this past week, bringing my record to 14 6 and 1 on SEC series predictions. So let's go this week. Let's go this weekend where we got Georgia. Let's start, let's start off with a freaking banger Georgia at Bandy. Heavyweight battle. Y'all all know I'm super high on Georgia. Super high on Georgia. I think I think both these teams here, Georgia and Vandy, are both going to end up in Omaha. Georgia hosting Vandy. Give me Vandy taking two or three. I'm going to say the doors are just a little bit stronger, just a little bit what, a little bit better coach. So I'm going to say Vandy taking two or three. Then we got Kentucky at Missouri. Give me Missouri two or three there. That's it. That's that's not a fun series to even think about watching. Give me Missouri two or three. Then we got T Sun hosting Florida. It's a big weekend all around. Florida lost their first two weekend series, lost to the Dogs, and then they got swept by Vandy. Then they end up sweeping Bama last weekend. Um, I am. I honestly don't even know. I tell you what, T Sun fans. Just because I saw saw a few friends I haven't seen in a while this past weekend, I'm gonna say T Sun takes two or three from Florida. All right, I'm giving you all the I'm giving T Sun the weekend advantage here, just because you're all hosting. Give me T Sun two or three. Then we got another cool series: A and M at LSU. LSU huge weekend victory, two, taking two or three from the Dogs at Duty Noble. A and M is a solid squad, been playing well all year, uh, top the SEC West right now. I'm going to say LSU 2-3. or three. I think Duplantis is getting hot, and I think that team is finally starting to get their mojo going, so I'm going to LSU 2-3. or three. Then we got Bama versus the Cox. Uh, I'm going Cox 2-3. or three. I think Bama will get one, but I'm going to say South Carolina goes 2-3. or three. And then we got the Hogs at Auburn. Oh, dude, some great series this weekend. Holy cow. We got a lot of good baseball going on this weekend. Gets me excited. Arkansas at Auburn, another series where I'm just kind of iffy about. Ah, Auburn, Arkansas, Auburn, Arkansas. Ah. Ah. I'm going to say Arkansas goes on the road, takes two or three. That's it. I. I, it's a wild prediction. It's kind of a coin flip kind of thing. I'm going to say Arkansas 2-3 at Auburn. Which brings us to the grand finale series, Dogs at Tennessee. And, well, you don't want to be playing the Dogs coming off a series loss versus LSU. You don't. You really don't. I know Tennessee needs a series win, but I'm going dog sweep. I think the Dogs are way more talented. I think the dogs are better coached. I think the dogs have better players. And I think the dogs go into Knoxville and sling their helicopter dick and freaking sweep the balls. That's right. So let's review it. I'm going to say Vandy takes two or three from Georgia. I'm going to say Mizzou takes two or three from Kentucky. I'm going to say T-Sun 
squeaks by and takes two or three from Florida. I'm going to say LSU takes two or three from A&M, which is going to be a heck of a series. And then I'm going to say the Cox take two or three from Bama. I'm going to say the I'm going to say I'm going to say the Hogs take two or three on the road at Auburn, which I know is ballsy, but oh man, that's, that, that series is still a coin flip to me. And then of course, the Dogs sling their big dick, the long dick, and going to sweep Tennessee. Alright, my dudes and babes. Time for the last segment of the day. Let's go to take a lap. Let's see who's made a fool of themselves. Let's see who who owes the fattest lap of the week is no other than my boy Houston Persack. My boy Houston. Hey, my boy Houston missed all three dog games this past weekend. Hey, and I would and I would understand any other weekend. Any other weekend, don't miss the dogs. But this is LSU weekend. The one weekend you shouldn't miss. The one weekend. The dogs haven't taken two or three at home from LSU since 2003. And you decide to miss all three games? Yes, 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 my man. I give you a shout out. You did go on three date parties. That's right. My Houston. My man Houston. Big time performance. He went to three date parties. He completed the trifecta this weekend. Thursday, Friday, Saturday day parties, which was, uh, what, Kyo, Katie, and what, 5U? Something like that. Am I right? I don't know. Maybe. I'm not sure. But he did go to all three, but he missed all three Dogs games. And, hey, any other weekend, I'd say that's okay. Not LSU weekend, Houston. Not LSU weekend, Houston. You know, this is the biggest weekend we have. Haven't taken two or three at home from since 2003. 2003. And you decide this was the weekend you're going to go on the trifecta. S-M-freaking-H. Take a lap, my man. I know you had the trifecta, but don't miss the LSU weekend. Don't miss you miss the LSU weekend. So that's why, my man, Houston, you owe me the fattest lap of the weekend. So T-A-L, take a lap. And hey, thank y'all for so, so thank y'all for listening. To Son of the Pits, my dudes and babes. I'm Stanford Reed Parks, and I'll see you next weekend, fools.